it's the last week of 2020 and I literally cannot even wait. Oh my God. So I recorded the ep- the episode, then I realized I didn't fucking talk about Hilaria Baldwin. Oh my God, this is a doozy. So um, I'm going to get into it because a lot of people don't know what's going on and I'm so fucking excited to talk about it. So Hilaria, 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 yes, Hilaria Baldwin She's married to Alec Baldwin. She's 36. She, I'm going to give you the, the story, then I'll get into the meat and potatoes. She's from Spain. <coughs> um, she's married to Alec Baldwin. They have five kids together. Five kids. So um, they've been married since 2012. I'm so excited to tell you the story. I can't even like contain myself. So this all starts because she posted a thirst trap with her fifth child. And um she she just had the baby like a couple months ago and she posts um a a picture of her in her bra and underwear and she looks slamming. She looks so beautiful. And Amy Schumer made a joke, basically. Amy Schumer posted the photo as if it was Amy and said, Oh, I'm so grateful, like something like that, something funny like that. And Hilaria Baldwin didn't understand the joke. And Amy deleted the photo because she felt like she was bullying her. I'll get into that later. There's more. And um, then Hilaria posts a, a video and saying like, you know, it's basically body shaming people if they have hot bodies. And people are like, wait a minute. Don't you have an accent? So um, this is where it gets interesting. So she posts the the video about body inclusivity and whatnot and don't body shame people with nice bodies. Wait, really quick. I'm terrified of Alec Baldwin. So hopefully he's not listening to this podcast because he's terrifying, Alec Baldwin. And um, I don't want him coming after me because, you know, you know how he gets. I do love Alec Baldwin. But let's get back to the meat and potatoes of the story. So she has no accent in this video where she addresses the Amy Schumer um, scandal. Not even a scandal, the Amy Schumer posts, basically. And she has no accent. So um, this is weird because in many different um, outlets, she has an accent in many different videos. At one point, she's on like some sort of like daytime talk show cooking, and uh, she points to the cucumber and she goes... How you say in English, oh, cucumber. And she has this thick accent, like Sophia Volgara. Like, girl, take a seat. Um, so, she, basically, she's been telling people that she's from Malacria. I See, I can't even say it. Malacria, Spain. I am, I'm not saying it right, so don't crucify me, please. Apparently, she's raised in Boston, Massachusetts, and um, her native language is English. Um, so basically she's been telling people that she moved to the, the, she moved to New York from Spain at 19 years old, which isn't true. Like I said earlier, she grew up in Boston. She went to school in Cambridge, which is right outside of Boston. And her real name is Hillary Hayward Thomas. That is the fucking whitest American shit I can think of. Hillary, take a seat. First of all, take a seat. I want you to sit down and just sit this one out because you need to get roasted. And then the plot thickens. 
Amy Schumer posts another photo. She posts a photo of her with, basically, she's like in a sundress and she has a hat on, sunglasses, and she's holding a cup of coffee. And it right, she writes, "I get it. I went to Spain a couple of times. I loved it too." And she put a cucumber emoji. <laughs> but then um, she deleted it. Actually, like six hours later. Um, because I bet you fucking Alec Baldwin called her up real quick and was like, cut this shit out because Hydadia or Hillary Thomas, let's get real, is getting crucified right now. And here's the thing. So from what I know, her parents do live in Spain, but they are not Spanish. They bought, they, they retired in Spain. So I believe they probably bought the house when she was in her 20s. You, you shouldn't have an accent. Although I will say this. I have a slight New York accent. And I found that when I moved to California, I think, my friends say no, my accent was like diluted. So I felt like I was losing my accent. But all my friends in California were like, mm, no. But then when I, when I would come back to New York, my accent would get thicker. You know, when I was near my family or like at a grocery store or selling drugs. I'm kidding about the drugs part. Um, You know, so I feel like that's what I want to say about that. But what a weird thing to lie about. And my thing is this, like we're in the era of social media and you're dating an A-list celebrity. Did you really think you were going to not get caught? I'm just surprised she's been going this long without getting caught. I mean, if I went to high school with a girl and she is dating like a huge movie star and she is pretending like she's from Italy or fucking Japan or fucking Spain, I'd be like, girl, you went to Putnam Valley High School with me. Class of 09. Cut that shit out. I'm going to go to TMZ real quick and out you. That's a weird thing to lie about. Everyone's comparing her to Rachel Dorzel. I can't say her name. Dorzel, Dorz, I can't say it. Um, they're comparing her to Rachel, and I think it's so fucking funny. So, I just, who lies about that? That's fucking weird. So this is all alleged, but apparently she did grow up in Cambridge. So I encourage you to do your own research. And Alec Baldwin, don't beat me up. I love you. I think you do great work. Um, but you know what I'm a piss at like. SNL would have totally took this and ran with it, but I don't think they will because, number one, they're terrified of Alec Baldwin. They are. They they can't lose him because he does those Trump impressions, and he brought in so many viewers and Emmys, and he just does remarkable work for for them. So um, I don't think they're going to make fun of her. I mean, they should because it's a, even playing playing ground am i saying that right you got to make fun of everybody i don't care but then i bet you they would argue well she's not really a celebrity she's married to one bitch you know what you signed up for okay so that's my feelings on Hilaria. um but anyway enjoy the rest of the show god hi guys um yeah i had to come back and talk about Hilaria. So anyway, um, let's talk about it. I survived. I survived Christmas. I'm here, 
it's just it's hard Christmas because you got Thanksgiving, which was less than a month before. You got Christmas Eve, then you got Christmas Day back to back. So that's a lot. That's a lot of D my family's dealing with, you know. And it, it's hard to be with your family that much. I mean, I love my family, but it can be stressful at sometimes, you know. Um, and I got, I got stuck at my sister's house the night before because, no, I wasn't drinking. It, we had a really bad storm, so I couldn't leave. Um, but we had a good time. We didn't fight. Eh, maybe a little bit. We didn't really fight, but um, it was a good time. Hilaria. Sorry. I, I'm just going to s- sprinkle that out throughout the show. Hilaria. How about this? Every time, from now on, every time I say, Hilaria, you take a shot. Okay? So we'll make a drinking game out of it. But yeah, Christmas was good. Um, my sister was like, Danny, don't get the girls gifts. I mean, they have so many toys, like figure something else out. So I, I got them hot chocolate bombs. I got them just little things to open. And, um, their other gift is coming today. I ordered them a hundred thousand dollars in prop money. It's fake money. So I think they're going to like that. I don't, for some reason they love money. I know. Uh, young but um because it all started because we got them piggy banks so like it's a game to them they have no idea what money is they have no idea what changes they just know that it's like gold and you collect it like mario mario kart so um hopefully they'll think this money is real for the next 30 years because uncle danny's broke and enjoy it so obviously i was talking about how i went to the doctor and my neck hurts so with that said, I got a massage the other day. Well, um, I usually like to pref- I prefer men to massage me because they got these thick ass hands. But um, this little woman comes over, and um, I liked her immediately. She got a sleeve of tattoos. I was like, she's gonna fuck me up. This is what I want. So um, I was like, you, I want you to massage me because there's a couple of women at this massage place, and I was like, uh. Like, oh, do you want anybody particular? I was like, oh, uh, her. (laughs) She was just, she looked fierce. And let me tell you, she was. I, at one point, I thought I owed her money. She beat the shit out of me, and it was necessary. I mean, it was great. And there was a huge language barrier. We didn't know what we were saying, but I just did the thumbs up and thumbs down. Um, She was great. But another thing. I've never had this happen. She, I had, she pulled my, my underwear all the way down. So my ass is exposed. So she's massaging my butt and I swear to God, she's spreading my cheeks. And I, I, I'm to the point where I'm pretty sure my asshole is exposed. And like, how do I know this? Because I felt a breeze on my asshole. Felt like someone was blowing a candle out on my asshole. Um, not that, it had, that that's been done or maybe it has. Check out my OnlyFans. I'm totally kidding. Um, but yeah, she then she at one point she took these these oiled rocks and was massaging my body, and I was like, "This girl is gonna lose a rock in my ass. Like she, she's gonna lose it, and I'm gonna have to go to the ER because my asshole swallowed up one of those oiled rocks." But I'm happy to tell you that didn't happen, and um, she might have pink eye after that. To be completely honest, because she was all up in there. And I'm pretty sure I was sexually assaulted. So I'm going to go back tomorrow with that said.
You should see my show notes. It's just little little notes. Uh, Christmas, 2020, deaths, positive things, resolutions. <laughs> it's such a random thing of notes. Anyway, so on my list. Oh, so I got the Peloton. I loved it. Danny, why are you saying past tense loved? Because it only lasted for four days, this bike. I mean, it fell apart. First of all, it was crooked, the bike. It was sliding side to side, and um, they were going to send a technician to my house January 11th, but the bike didn't even make it five days. So then um, the second thing that happened with it was I had to keep restarting it and and shutting it off and unplugging it to put it on and I was like this shouldn't be happening and then and then this happens are you ready for it so um I'm clipped in I'm picking a class and I'm cycling and I'm like why is my toe pointed out the other way I mean my foot's crooked I was like that's weird so then I I was like let me clip out and clip back in maybe it's the shoe because it's not the bike the bike is $2,200 the bike shouldn't be doing this well I clip back in and I wasn't able to and my the pedal flew off my foot hits the ground I roll my ankle I press stop thank god and the bike is broken and then I call them I'm like oh we'll replace the pedal I said absolutely not you won't you're going to replace the bike then he was like let me see I was like well you could take it back because I'm not I don't want it so then they did the right thing they gave me three months payment free, so I don't have to pay for three months, and they're getting me a new bike. But it's just crazy, but I think they're just mass-producing these bikes, and obviously something's going to happen. But um, I really liked it at first, but it just sucks because I was getting my groove, I was enjoying it, and yeah. Oh, so the new bike comes January 11th, so waiting for that it's just annoying because like i said i was just doing it every day well for four days straight and i was getting ready because let me tell you it was hard at first it was really hard because i haven't worked out in fucking god knows how long i stopped running i'm not going running i hate running it's bad for your knees i'm 30 you know i gotta watch out for this shit and my neck is falling apart so i gotta really get my shit together but um, yeah, so there's other things on the app. I might try the yoga. My neck is just, it's its on fire. It's so bad. So hopefully I could do the yoga. But um, yeah, get a Peloton. They're cool. So 2020, man, um, there it was a very difficult year for a lot of people. But there was some positive things, for me at least, and I'm grateful for Um I paid off my debt. I have no debt. I had a $5,000 credit card bill because I'm a dumb bitch and I like to spend money sometimes. So that was paid off. I learned my lesson. I only use my American Express now because you have to pay it off at the end of the month. So it forces me to really watch my spending. So this is brought to you by American Express. So, um, yeah, that was a positive thing. Um, oh, my podcast. I, I got to do my podcast. 
I it forced me to sit the fuck down and fucking do it. I had nothing to do. I was jobless. I really couldn't do anything. So I, I started my podcast, which I'm grateful for. I, I don't know if I would have done it, to be honest with you, if it was a regular schmegular year. I remember my sister was like, you kind of just need to figure something out and just do it. So I am grateful for my sister for believing in me and pushing me to do this. And you too, Jessica, Jessica Winhausen. So cheers, everybody. I, I appreciate that. So that's one positive thing about 2020. Oh, actually two paid off my debt. So I'm grateful for all that. Also, I'm just like recapping 2020 and it's insane to think that. So I was working for a Netflix show, uh, February and beginning of March in New York City. And at one point we were filming in a senior citizen home in Riverdale, which looking back, Jesus fuck. And we were there filming our show. And um, while we were there, there was a news crew and this particular senior citizen place, it's more high end. And they were doing a segment on the news, basically bragging about how we sanitize everything. We're very clean. We don't think we'll get the coronavirus. Looking back, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. But in our defense, we didn't know anything about it. We just knew that it hit New York while we were in New York. And um, actually, when we our last day at the senior citizen home, we got confirmation that there was a school, a private school next to the senior citizen home in Riverdale that had the coronavirus and everyone was sick there. So it was just like, bam. And I remember we were driving in a huge van with a bunch of people talking about like, what's going to happen with this virus. And just looking back, it just feels like it was forever ago, which it was, it was, you know, less than a year ago, realistically. It's odd. And in hindsight, I'm I'm grateful I'm living home at the moment. I'm living with my father at the moment. Because um, if I was living in L.A. or New York at the moment, I don't have a job. I mean, right now it's 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 been hard to find uh, a job and whatnot. Don't get me wrong. I freelance every now and then. But, I mean, my last job got shut down because of the coronavirus. And um, they're not opening back for another month. So... I don't know what I would do. So and I'm very grateful for being home at the moment. I was really down on myself, to be honest, but I think it's such a great financial decision. And I'm proud of myself that I did so because I could absolutely sublet a place, but it's like all that money is just you're burning it because you're renting a place. So Danny, kudos to you. I'm going to get into like New Year's resolutions and whatnot. So I think... My number one for 2021 has to be, I want to treat myself better. I think I'm really hard on myself. I think, what's that saying? We are our hardest critic, our toughest critic. And that's that's true. I think I'm very hard on myself, no matter what. It's like, if I do something big or great or I'm proud of, it immediately is, it's gone. And I think of, what's, what's the next thing? You know, so I, I don't really sit back and enjoy the moment so that's what I really want to learn to do to be better on myself and I want to be 
better financially. Like I think I'm good at the moment, but I want to be even better. Also this year, well, I guess next year, cause this is being recorded in 2020. So in the year of 2021, I want to make at least a year. And I'm not telling you the amount because it's none of your business, but that's how much I want to make a year and be comfortable and be proud of myself. So I think it's achievable. And as for my podcast, I'm very proud of it, but let's, let's do even better. Um, in the year of 2020, I pulled in over 3,500 listeners, which I'm very grateful for. Um, I want to do double that. And in 2020, I pulled in 11 different countries. Let's do even better. I'm going to shoot for, I'm going to shoot for 15 countries next year. And you know, the sky's the limit. So let's set up tangible goals and fucking crush them. So that's what the plan is for those goals. Also, I want to be healthier. I gained a lot of weight quarantine because I didn't want to leave my house like many of you because we're in a fucking global pandemic and I'm all you all I did at least was make pasta. So I'm a master chef at the moment and I have the fucking stomach to prove it. So if you would like some lobster fettuccine, I'm your guy. I know how to make it. I make it very well. So ask my family. Um, but yes, I want to maybe eat less pasta or you know what? Let's eat pasta, but work out more and treat yourself. So yeah, see, there I am being nicer to myself. You can have pasta in moderation. So that's the plan, Stan. Um, a secret goal of mine of 2020, but um, I couldn't do it, unfortunately, because comedy clubs were closed and open mics, but I really wanted to do a set. I really want to do stand-up comedy, at least for like two minutes or something. I have stuff written. I have stuff in my head I want to talk about, and um, I that's my goal for 2021. If comedy clubs and other stuff is open. I want to do an open mic night. So there it is. I said it. I can't take it back. So now you know it. I have to do it. So I'll keep you posted about that goal. Um, I think I could do it. I used to get so mad or still do. I watch these unfunny motherfuckers on stage and I'm like, fuck this. I, I could do this. I mean, obviously it's a lot harder than it looks, but, um, I, that's what I want to do. So I am going to do that 2021. Let me know. I don't know. What does that mean? Let me know. I'll let you know, motherfuckers. So sit back and enjoy the show. Another thing I wanted to talk about. Everyone's like, New York's done. New York is not coming back. I got news for you. New York never left. New York is coming back. Unfortunately, we're in a pandemic and we live in a very highly dense area densely populated area um i think it's gonna come back i mean new york survived 9-11 the spanish flu all that shit so it's sad because there's a lot of mom and pop shops and restaurants that have been going under and it breaks my heart but new york will persevere and we will we're gonna come out on top it's new york city it's the greatest city in the world and um Everyone's shitting on New York, but like L.A., Miami, Chicago, I mean, they're 
going under too. I mean, it, it's a shitty time for all cities. I mean, it's a shitty time for everywhere. Um, we're kind of in a recession ish. A lot of people aren't working and yeah. So what I can tell you is what will help these restaurants. If you're in the New York area, order takeout, you know, go out, you know, if, if you don't feel comfortable with dining outside, but if you do f- feel comfortable dining outside, please go eat at these restaurants. There's heaters, wear your winter coat. It's nice to get outside. Um, there's heaters. So you're good. Just wear your coat. Um, and if you can't do that, order a gift card. Cause you're going to, you're going to use it eventually. It's just, I hate to see these restaurants and mom and pop shops go out of business. I was in the Upper East Side the other day and there were so many of them that just went under. So if you can, please do your part and tip well. I was at a Thai restaurant the other day and my bill was about $15 and I, I tipped, I gave them $9 because that's what I had and I, I just felt like, you know, it's the holidays, be generous be nice. It's just, I feel bad. And it sucks. Like, I feel like I work in the service industry before and I feel like rich people are the worst tippers. It's so true. I mean, it's, they're greedy fucks. So if you're rich and you're you're listening to this, prove me wrong. Be a generous tipper. Share the wealth, bro. Or chick, whatever you are, non-binary, whatever, whatever you identify as and you're rich or whatever, share the wealth. Uh, back to New Year's resolutions. I would like to be more patient. I um, I have no patience. I I thank my parents for that one. Um, yeah. So I don't have patience. So I would like to have more patience. And also in the new year, I would like to do therapy. I have a lot of unresolved issues, if you haven't noticed. So I think it's healthy to seek help, and I am in the process of doing so. So if you know a therapist in the area, let me know. Um, I don't, I don't want to do the telemedicine, the whole video, video chatting a therapist, but you know what? It's, it's the times we're in right now. So you either roll with the punches or you get left behind. So I'm going to roll with the punches and I'm just going to pick up the phone and call a therapist. Um, I don't know why I, th- I think I prefer a female therapist for some reason. Maybe I'll ask her why, you know, maybe she could help me resolve that issue as well. But um, I don't know. I just prefer a female therapist. I had a therapist actually a couple of years ago and it was a male and I just, I hated him. He was just the worst. He used to compare me to his son. <laughs> I swear to God, he used to compare me to his son and like basically tell me um, how well his son's doing. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I think I'm scarred from that. So I don't know. Not to say all male therapists are bad, but I don't know. I will never see him again. I forgot his name, but he lives in Rye, actually. Terrible person. Um, I don't. I don't want to scare you guys. Go, go get therapy if you need it. I just had a bad um, interaction with this last guy, but anyway. So therapy, you gotta heal. I saw a meme the other day. It was uh someone spray painted it on a subway or like graffiti, and it said are you healed or just distracted? And I was like, that hit hard. That hit very hard to the core. Um, 
it actually haunts me. So I think I'm just distracted. I prefer to be distracted because I have a lot of shit I need to deal with. Uh, it's not drugs or anything. I'm just like on, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm a depressed person and it's okay. I think it should be talked about my depression, only my depression. Everyone should talk about just my depression. No, I'm kidding. Um, We just need to normalize mental health issues. And um, it's just sad that people don't look at it like that. You know, it's, it's health. You know, you would stay home from work if you had the flu. You need to get help if you're depressed or have anxiety or X, Y, Z. I'm not saying get medication. I'm saying seek help. So that's my piece on that. Anyway. 2020 has been fucking rough. Okay, I know I, I've been talking about it, but this is the wrap-up show, so I'm here to talk about it, and I'm going to talk about it. So let's talk about celebrity deaths. I mean, people, I, I feel like we lost so many people 2020. It's just unreal how many icons we lost in 2020. Alex Trebek, I actually worked with him once, and um, he is so handsome in person. It was really sad to lose him because Jeopardy... I feel like we grew up on that shit. I've, as long as I can remember, Jeopardy has been on, you know? So I was sad over that one. Regis Philbin, oh my god, I felt like he was like a grandpa of mine. Um, That was sad, Regis. I mean, I haven't seen him really in, in, a, in a while. I act like I know him. I haven't seen him on TV in such a long time. Um, it's so sad though. But no, with with Alex Trebek though, it's sad because he worked pretty much to the day he died. Realistically, the last episode he died in November. Oh my god, he died on my birthday. He died November 8th on my birthday unfortunately. But um his last episode actually aired Christmas Day. His last episode, I haven't seen it. I got to watch it. Sean Connery died. He was the original. I think he was the original James Bond. I'm making this up. No, yeah, he was. He did play James Bond, but I don't know if he was the original. Um, but also, he publicized that he likes to hit women, so I don't like that, Sean. So that's a no-no. Conchetta Farrell. Um, you probably know her from. I mean, she was in Two and a Half Men. She's been in so many TV shows and movies that um, her. You gotta check out her IMDb page, but um. She died October twelfth. That's so sad. She's been oh here here's a little here's a little something. Mystic Pizza, Edward Scissorhands, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, Friends. I mean, she's been in so much stuff. This woman. If you saw her, you would recognize her. Eddie Van Halen. Um, he died October sixth. He was a rock star. Um, this next person isn't really a celebrity, but she was in that documentary. Uh, about suicide Audrey and Daisy unfortunately she killed herself she was a victim of bullying and depression and um, actually her mother came to as well her mother killed herself recently um, which is really sad but that's a great documentary check it out Ruth Bader Ginsburg and it's just so upsetting that she died and number one she died <laughs> number two it's upsetting that she it's who's sitting in her seat now, Amy Coney Barrett. So um, it's just it's like a double whammy about that one. I I loved her. Her documentary was really fantastic. Ruth, you're an icon. You're a legend. You're a trailblazer, ladies and gentlemen. R B G. 
Oh, we have Chadwick Brosen. He died. He was in the Black Panther. He was loved by many. He's so young. I mean, he died at 42. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 43. Um, it's just we lost so many. We lost the guy from Mythbusters. I loved him. His name's Grant Amarhara. He um was one of the I guess you is he a scientist? I'm not really sure, but he was on Mythbusters and I really enjoyed him. Oh, Naya Rivera. Naya Rivera is probably it really hit home for me. I mean, I don't know her personally or I never even work with her, but I heard of really nice things about her. It's just it's upsetting how she died in such an awful way, basically in front of her son. Um, Naya Rivera, you are missed. And, you know, she was a trailblazer. She played Santana Lopez on Glee. She was a lesbian. And I just felt like it opened up doors for a lot of gay people, even though she wasn't gay, but it was just pretty cool that she played that character so openly. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's... I'm happy she did that role because I feel like a lot of people would have probably turned it down. They'd be like, I'm not, I don't want to play a gay person. But she did it, and she did it well. So Chan- I called her Channing Tatum. My God. Naya Rivera, thank you. You were missed. Nick Cordero. I don't, I'm not really sure. Well, I don't really know him that well, but he was a very famous Broadway star, and he d- ultimately died from coronavirus complications. And um, for those idiots out there that say it's not real... We lost a beloved member of Broadway. So there you have it. Mary Pat Gleason passed away. She was in so many um, shows. She was in Sex in the City. She was in Saved by the Bell, Elementary, uh, Desperate Housewives. I think I said Will and Grace. Intolerable Cruelty, uh, The Crucible. No, I, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. She's been in so many movies, this lady. If you saw her, you would recognize her. It's just so many people we lost. We lost Fred Willard. He was in a, so many comedy movies. He was in American Wedding. He had a career of over 50 years, this poor man. Well, not poor man. I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for his career. I'm rambling on. Very sad. Jerry Stiller. He died. He was on Seinfeld. It's just so hard to believe, like... This was this year. I mean, we lost a little Richard. Um, it just, I feel like this feels like, oh my God, Sam Lloyd. There's so many people that died this year. I'm on this list and it's just, this list is so long. And I think it all started with Kobe Bryant. Um, that's how 2020 started. Obviously, it was a rough start. Um, I feel like, oh my god, Lee Ferrero, she was in Jaws. She plays not the main character mother, the of she plays the mother of the first boy who dies in Jaws. Um sorry, I'm just kind of on my microphone on my iPhone going through this list. Oh, the guy that is the character of Bill Bob the Builder died. Kenny Rogers. Okay, this is depressing. Oh my God, James Lipton died? This is so crazy how many people died. A lot of this is news to me. I don't know how I didn't know a lot of this. A lot of these people I'm discovering for the first time that died. Because I think, you know, I know their faces. I just don't know their names. Like a lot of these people have been in millions of things. But I just, 
like I said, I don't know their names. Uh, Kobe Bryant, he's on this list, of course. Um, yeah, well, that's 2020 for you. It's very upsetting. So I think 2021 will be a better year, hopefully. But of course, obviously, there's going to be deaths in 2021, but hopefully not this many. We lost so many fucking legends this year. Jesus. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show, and um, I'll talk to you guys next year.